Hello and welcome back to RussianPod101.com. This is Lower Intermediate Season 2, Lesson 20. Do you want to work in Russia? I'm Yuri. С вами Елена. Всем привет. In this lesson, you learn about the differences in formation between perfective and imperfective verbs. The conversation takes place at the office. The speakers are in a business relationship, so they'll be using formal Russian. Let's listen to the conversation. Здравствуйте, проходите. Пожалуйста, садитесь. Добрый день, спасибо. Вы прислали нам резюме на должность главного юрисконсульта нашего юридического отдела. Да, я очень хочу у вас работать. Посмотрим. Так, я смотрю, вы окончили университет имени Ломоносова. Да, юридический факультет. Однако, у вас небольшой опыт работы в сфере международного права. А мы в основном работаем с международными контрактами и иностранными компаниями. Я знаю, но у меня хороший английский, и я быстро учусь. Плюс я не боюсь трудностей и готова много работать. Хорошо. Тогда давайте начнем с теста. Давайте. Now, let's hear with the English translation. Здравствуйте, проходите. Пожалуйста, садитесь. Hello, come in. Please sit down. Добрый день, спасибо. Good day, thank you. Вы прислали нам резюме на должность главного юрисконсульта нашего юридического отдела. You sent us your resume for the position of legal advisor for our legal department. Да, я очень хочу у вас работать. Yes, I really want to work for you. Посмотрим. Так, я смотрю, вы окончили университет имени Ломоносова. So, let's see. As I see, you graduated from Lomonosov University? Да, юридический факультет. Yes, law faculty. Однако, у вас небольшой опыт работы в сфере международного права. А мы в основном работаем с международными контрактами и иностранными компаниями. However, you have little experience in the field of international law, and we're mainly working with international contracts and foreign companies. Я знаю, но у меня хороший английский, и я быстро учусь. Плюс я не боюсь трудностей и готова много работать. I know, but I have good English and I'm a fast learner. Plus, I'm not afraid of difficulties and ready to work hard. Хорошо. Тогда давайте начнем с теста. Okay, then let's start with the test. Давайте. Okay. Elena, I've heard that these days it's not so easy to find a job in Russia, especially for young specialists. Well, 10 years ago, if you graduated from prestigious universities like Lomonosov Moscow State University or Plihanov Russian Academy of Economics, you had a really good chance of getting a job in a good company. But nowadays, this isn't enough. You should also be fluent in at least one foreign language. So, what kind of qualities do Russian companies want to see in future employees? Well, first of all, the candidate should be responsible and self-motivated. 
Russians appreciate creativity and the desire to grow professionally. I see. So you should always do your best to keep your qualifications at a high level. Let's take a look at the vocabulary for this lesson. The first word we shall see is Opit Experience Opit Opit Next Dolgenest Post Position Dolgenest Dolgenest Next Jurisconsult Legal advisor, counsel. Jurisconsult. Jurisconsult. Next. Test. 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 Next. Campania. Company. Campania. Campania. Next. Трудность. Difficulty. Трудность. Трудность. Next. Быть готовым. To be ready. Быть готовым. Быть готовым. Next. Начать о начаться. To start. To begin. Начать. Начаться. Начать о начаться. Next. Международное право. International law. Международное право. Международное право. And last. Иностранный. Foreign. Иностранный. Иностранный. Let's take a closer look at the usage of some of the words and phrases from this lesson. What's first? The first word for this lesson is the feminine noun должность, which is translated as position and is most often used in the context of a professional field. Here are some frequently used phrases with this word. Назначить на должность. To appoint the position. Получить должность. To get a position. Выборная должность. Elective position. Занимать должность. To take up a post. How about some sample sentences, Elena? Sure thing. Он занимает должность финансового директора с 2001 года. He has been in the post of financial director since 2001. Ему предложили должность руководителя отдела. He was offered the position of head of department. Okay, I think that's clear. What's the next word? The next word for this lesson is the masculine noun опыт, which is translated as experience. This noun is often used in expressions like приобретать опыт, to gain experience, передавать опыт, to transfer experience, and Делиться опытом. To share experience. For example, У тебя есть опыт работы с договорами? Do you have any experience working with contracts? Компания ищет сотрудников с опытом работы. The company is looking for employees with working experience. 
Okay, now on to the grammar. In this lesson, you learn about the differences in formation between perfective and imperfective verbs. As you already know, perfective and imperfective verbs form pairs, where imperfective verbs show that an action is in progress, whereas perfective verbs point out the result of such action or its ending. So, Eliana, we know that you can find verb forms in dictionaries, but but what should you do if you don't have a dictionary handy? Let's talk about some rules that can help you determine whether a verb is perfective or not. The first rule is called the prefix rule. You can judge whether the verb is perfective or not by the presence or absence of a prefix. As a rule, imperfective verbs don't have any prefixes, whereas perfective verbs do. For example, писать. To write. And написать. As you can guess, the word писать is imperfective and написать is perfective. Here's one more example. Читать. To read. And прочитать. The second rule is the suffix rule. Imperfective verbs have either of the suffixes ива or ива. Though some verbs may also have a prefix, only the suffixes ива or ива point out that the verb is imperfective. For example, подписать to sign and подписывать. As you can guess, the word подписывать is imperfective and подписать is perfective. And here's one more example. переписать which is a perfective verb. Which means to rewrite. And переписывать, which is an imperfective verb. Some verbs differ only by their suffixes а, я, and и. Listeners, please remember that the verbs with the suffix и are perfective, whereas the verbs with the suffix а or я are imperfective. For example, решать, which is an imperfective verb, meaning to decide and решить, which is a perfective verb. So, the difference is only in one letter. Right, решать and решить. And here is another example. объяснять, объяснить, meaning to explain. Yuri, which one is perfective? I guess объяснить because it has the suffix e. That's right. Great, well, there are more important rules about this in the lesson notes. So, listeners, be sure to check them out. Listeners, ever have any Russian language or lesson-related questions? Or maybe you have some feedback for us. Leave us a comment or ask a question on the lessons page. It's super simple. Go to RussianPod11.com. Click on Comments. Enter your comment and name. And that's it. Commenting is a great way to practice writing and reading in Russian. It helps you to learn faster. And it helps us improve through your feedback. No excuses. Go to RussianPod11.com and comment now. Now. And that brings us to the end of this lesson. Спасибо, что были с нами. See you in our next lesson. Bye, everyone. До скорой встречи. Здравствуйте. Проходите. Пожалуйста, садитесь. Добрый день. Спасибо. Вы прислали нам резюме на должность главного юрисконсульта нашего юридического отдела. Да, я очень хочу у вас работать. Посмотрим. Так, 
Я смотрю, вы окончили университет имени Ломоносова. Да, юридический факультет. Однако, у вас небольшой опыт работы в сфере международного права. А мы в основном работаем с международными контрактами и иностранными компаниями. Я знаю, но у меня хороший английский, и я быстро учусь. Плюс я не боюсь трудностей и готова много работать. Хорошо. Тогда давайте начнем с теста. Давайте.